welcome to Wednesday of Holy Week. My name's Louise and I'm going to take you through today's reflection. So in our series about the things he carried, we're going to be exploring the things that Jesus carried before and as he died on the cross. Today's reflection is about the seamless robe which Jesus wore on the way to the cross. So I want you to spend a little bit of time finding a piece of cloth that you own that is beautiful, that is delicately made. Perhaps it's expensive or has a special meaning to you. Why don't you pause um, this podcast here and spend a bit of time finding this piece of cloth and press play again when you've found it. Hopefully by now you've been able to find a piece of cloth that you own that is beautiful. So as you hold this piece of cloth, look at it closely. And I want you to use your imagination um, as we go through some questions about this piece of cloth. Let yourself in your mind imagine who made this piece of cloth. Imagine where this piece of cloth was made. Do you think that this piece of cloth took a long time to make? Think about how this piece of cloth was made. Think about the careful details and intricacies involved. Look closely at the cloth and admire each and every stitch in it. Why don't you run your finger over the stitches so that you can really see how many there are. So whilst we think about Jesus's seamless robe, keep looking at the piece of cloth that you have. This seamless robe that Jesus wore was a precious item, similar to something that a high priest might wear. Perhaps it is very significant that Jesus would wear this item just before he made the ultimate sacrifice for the sins of the world. This was a special, delicate, beautiful item crafted carefully by the hands of a creator. But then this seamless robe is taken from Jesus and at the same time, all dignity was removed from him. He was exposed Whilst the physical pain of the cross was truly horrific, the humiliation of having that one thing which prevented him from being fully exposed 
removed far outweighs that. And as this happened, those around him, the soldiers, they smirked. And this must have cut deep as the smirks told of triumph, as though they'd won. Even once removed from him, the seamless robe told the story of the pain Jesus went through. It was stained with sweat and blood from the lashings that Jesus underwent. And the soldiers took the symbol of that pain. Although it was a thing of beauty, like the cloth that you're holding, crafted beautifully, delicately, it held gruesome memories. Memories of torment, of mockery and of hurt. And as prophesied in the Old Testament, the soldiers gambled for the garment at the foot of the cross in front of Jesus, who they've just taken this garment from. They cast lots for it. However, they did not destroy or damage the seamless robe. They paid respect to the robe. They paid more respect to this seamless robe than they did to Jesus. The soldiers knew that this garment was worth something and they saw it as worth more than Jesus. A piece of cloth to them meant more than the person of Jesus. I wonder what things we sometimes see as worth more than Jesus. Why don't you have a think now? What are some things that we might put above Jesus in our lives? Let's make sure that we're looking to the one who saves, to Jesus as our king, rather than the other things around us, no matter how beautiful they may seem. They're no match for our saviour. This seamless robe, it held more than just gruesome memories. It held the memory of one in a crowd reaching out to touch this hem. This lady, she didn't reach out to admire the beauty or the quality of the cloth, but she touched it to come close to Jesus, to know the transformational power of his life in her life. Even in this large crowd, with hundreds surrounding him, desperate for his attention, Jesus turned and said, Who touched me? He knew what had happened. The lady's touch wasn't lost in the crowd. He noticed that one touch. He could discern that one touch. Crowds aren't the same for Jesus as they are for us. Nothing gets lost in a crowd with Jesus. He notices each person, each a thing of beauty, 
and he knows each one who is delicately and unrepeatedly distinct. Let's remember that we are known. When we feel like small fish in a big pond, let's remember that we are known. Jesus sees each face, knows each name, feels each touch and knows its meaning. As well as the seamless robe, Jesus carried the seamless purposes of God. This is what he carried at this moment. Their exhaustion, terror and the raw, uncomplicated torment of dying meant that he did not need to know he was carrying it, but he just had to do it. He had reached a point where he had no choices left except to utter the words of gentle forgiveness to those who had been a part of this. Each of these people had been woven into the tapestry of God's story, just as we are now. Just as the beautiful, seamless robe was made with a careful pair of hands, this too had been created with God's hands. A seamless purpose. Jesus' life, the slow unfolding of vocation, the chill awakening of his baptism, the pleading in the garden for God to take this from him, and then this, his dying, all bringing hope to the world and glory to God. The glory that was present in the heart of God before the world was even made has now been planted in the heart of Jesus. And God's heart of redemption is planted in our hearts. Those words that Jesus uttered on the cross when he said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing are the same words that he says to us now. They are the same words that he says to us now. We can be forgiven because of the cross and because of the words Jesus said on the cross. Just as the piece of cloth that you're holding has been woven together carefully, we have been woven into the tapestry of God's plan for the world. In his seamless purpose for Jesus on the cross. If you can, why don't you put this cloth in a place where you will see it regularly? To remind yourself of the seamless robe that was taken from Jesus and all that that robe means the transformation it brought to the lady who touched it, the humiliation and pain on the cross that Jesus went through, and God's seamless purpose. Each time that you see this cloth, you could pray and recenter your heart and your mind on Jesus 
and our stories of redemption that God has planted in our hearts through Jesus. If you have a Bible nearby, um, why don't you turn it to John 19, verse 23 to 25. I'll give you a moment to find that. It's John 19, verse 23 to 25. And so as I read this, think about that cloth and think about the seamless robe that was taken from Jesus. John 19, 23 to 25. When the soldiers crucified Jesus, they took his clothes, dividing them into four shares, one for each of them, with the undergarment remaining. This garment was seamless woven in one piece from top to bottom. Let's not tear it, they said to one another. Let's decide by lot who will get it. This happened that the scripture might be fulfilled that said, they divided my clothes among them and cast lots for my garment. So this is what the soldiers did. Near the cross of Jesus stood his mother, his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. Now I'm going to ask some questions for us to think about, and I will pause in between each one. So as I ask them, why don't you think about your answers? You might find it helpful to write down your thoughts or just ponder them in your heart. How does it feel to have things of beauty taken away from you? How does it feel to stand alone? What are the worst intrusions? And what does it mean to say that the cross reveals the purposes of God? Think about your answers to these questions. The answers to the first three about how does it feel may help you to understand more of how Jesus felt on the cross. Whilst it is almost impossible to imagine, we can try to picture those feelings that Jesus had to understand the depth of what he did for us. I'm going to leave a space now, a space of silence, so that you can pray over all that we've thought about today. You could use your answers to the questions and the things we've thought about in your prayers, thinking about the meaning of that seamless robe. Why don't you hold your piece of cloth as you pray to help you focus 
on that seamless robe. Let's pray. Father, we look to you this holy week. May we remember all that led you to the cross. Lord, help us to better understand that pain you endured, also that we may be forgiven. Thank you that each of us is known, that we are seen, that we are known. Thank you that the cross revealed the purposes of God, that this was his seamless purpose for the world. Lord, may we continue in the knowledge of the love that you have for us. Amen. Thank you so much for um, listening to this reflection. Please do um, keep pondering all that you've thought about during this Holy Week um, and keep recentering on that week um, and on Jesus on the cross and all that he did for us, for our salvation. Thank you.